May the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts be always acceptable to you, O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. Oh, what a gift it is for me to be able to be here with you today, at least in this way. What a gift it is for me to get to preach at reconciliation on this day when we commemorate and remember Earth Day. It's been a while since I've been able to talk to the people who I hold close to my heart at this congregation. You may not know this, but you were the wonderful congregation that sent me to seminary so many years ago. You helped me discern my call for ministry, for preaching and teaching. The gift for me in this call was rooted a, and grounded in an ever-evolving understanding of my place in God's creation and in a sense of being called to the ministry of reconciliation, a ministry of reconciliation that I learned about and nurtured with you in that place, that wonderful, beautiful place where Christ is made known in the breaking of the bread, where Christ is made known in the fellowship, where Christ is made known in your everyday lives. I'm so grateful that a lot of those foundational ideas, which are still true for me today, are connected to you in that place, that wonderful place, which is the Episcopal Church of Reconciliation. I suspect I'll probably hold that little idea with a lot of pride throughout my life. When I first got to Reconciliation, a little outpost of love on Starcrest, we, as the people who called ourselves reconcilers, had just added to the campus a water feature, that water feature, the one that's just outside the worship space in the heart of the cloister garden. I was taken with it when I got there. A, it's a beautifully peaceful place. And it's also a place where the saints of our community find their earthly rest around those living waters. It's a magnificent reminder to all of our connectedness, to angels, archangels, all the company of heaven, not to mention to our own baptisms and to the waters of creation. I can picture it from where I am right now on my own campus here in San Marcos. The imprint of the place is important to me because when I was very young, the people of reconciliation spoke some fundamental truths that I find to remain true in my connection to creation, in our connection to the Spirit of God moving in creation. There are and were so many opportunities to learn there, and I'm grateful for those connections. I'm grateful for the things that I learned and the things that grew me and nurtured me and encouraged me. I could go on and on about how great reconciliation is, but you know these things much better than I do. So I'm not going to preach about the greatness of an address on the map or the people of this outstanding congregation that you share. I'm going to preach about our place in the good news of God in creation and how we can share that with others. How we are witnesses to all the love that's found in this fragile earth, our island home. 
In some ways, Earth Day is a great day for the church because it gives us a platform, a platform to talk about things that we might not necessarily talk about in polite company. We can let our inner tree hugger out. I can wear my chacos without reservation and we can appreciate the beauty of the earth around us and the waters that renew and transform. But before I delve too deeply into the hyperbole of Earth Day rhetoric, I want to make a pretty bold claim in this part of the sermon. As stewards of both reconciliation and connection, we, tree huggers and concrete cowboys alike, are called to the life of finding God in every aspect of creation. We, as the people of God, are put in this holy place to be witnesses to love of this earth, of this home. So in a sense, this isn't just a sermon on creation care or environmental stewardship, but a reminder a reminder of the Episcopal Church of Reconciliation's very own mission statement to seek and experience God through worship and discovery as we welcome, embrace, and serve one another and our neighbors, respecting all of creation and living on earth in the assurance that by God's love, all things have their being. The Apostle Paul put it another way. Creation does not belong to us. Creation belongs to God. We are not the owners of creation, but we are God's stewards. To the church in uh, the people of Colossia, he said, Christians affirm that there is only one Lord of creation, and that Lord is Jesus Christ, in whom, through whom, and for whom, all things in heaven and on earth were created. We are in touch with God's touch when we wake up and see all the things around us, these places, these people that are a part of creation and are a part of our life in witness to God's love. Now, I suspect that most of this sermon is going to be preaching to the choir because I remember who goes to reconciliation. I remember the good people who are in touch with this message already, even if they are scattered around the Internet and watching from the comfort of their own sacred spaces or right next to that water feature. It doesn't matter because this mission of creation care, of love, of witness is what I think makes your place in the world unique and your ministry in being reconcilers so important to San Antonio and the whole world. Now I'm grateful that the people of reconciliation and the people of St. Mark's, the parish I serve just up the road here in San Marcos are excited about connecting over creation care and all that entails. Talk about some potential, some amazing life-changing potential to be witnesses to that assurance of God's love. Speaking of assurances, let me take a second and dole out some gratitude for your magnificent clergy. I know the strength of the laity there, 
but it's also wonderful to know that my friends Josh and Judy are carrying on their work in these unusual times in this little slice of God's creation. Thank you both, dear friends, for your collegiality and your friendship. I am so grateful for who you are and who you're called to be. Now I could go on and on with a love fest for this congregation, but I don't necessarily think that would tick all the boxes for a sermon in finding our place in the ministry of reconciliation with creation as our template. While I do think that sharing gratitude, love, and kindness is a huge part of our life together as stewards, there's so much more to this witness on a day when we're called to remember our role as Christians in the care and keeping of this fragile earth, our island home. It's not necessarily a time to talk about policies or protocols or even practices, because for many of us, the simplest motivator for our life as stewards of creation is to take a look around and to witness our connection to God and to one another to our brothers and sisters, our siblings in Christ who call this place home. I definitely think there's a time to learn and a time to grow around best practices and definitely to be advocates for policies that play an important part in our collective care of creation. But for some, and some days all, our beginning and our end is in the spirit of creation not just the practice. Like the water feature that's adjacent to the spiritual center of worship and praise there on Starcrest, Creation Care calls us to be witnesses to the life, death, and resurrection of everything that exists in God's world. Spirit moving over water, light and darkness, death and life, planets, stars, galaxies in their courses, and you and me in our daily existence. Seeking and experiencing God through worship and discovery is to live and move and have our being in every single part of God's world, from the tiniest microscopic piece of life to the complex systems and relationships that make up our ups and our downs, our ins and our outs and every imaginable direction of being in this world that is so bound by the golden thread of God's love. It's not all that different, really, than the ghostly and mysterious resurrection experience that the disciples have in today's Gospel from Luke. They're startled and they're terrified when he pops in from nowhere and passes the peace. He passes the peace for God's sake. Peace be with you, he says. Look, he says. Touch, he says. Taste. Y'all got anything to eat? Use your senses. Feel the ground under your feet and the breath coming in through your nose. Taste the water and the fruit of the vine and know, believe, trust that you are a part of this wild and wonderful creation that God has made. You are made to proclaim witnesses, just like those disciples, to the reconciling love of God in all things, in all senses. You are called to be witnesses 
to the forgiveness of those places where we've missed the mark. You are called to seek and find the inspiration to try something new. You and I are called to experience the grace that will empower us to facilitate true transformation and to be the good stewards that we are created to be, who bring about reconciliation, connection, and life. It is a grateful return to these living waters, the living waters that the Spirit moved over in the beginning of creation and where our beloved ancestors continue to inhabit the cells of our memory. It's a walk around in sacred space that allows us to, to witness and be witnesses to God's assuring, recreating love one blessed day at a time. I know that you know this because you taught me this. You gave me this foundation in the gospel good news of care of creation. The good news of the earth as a place where I can find and be found in my spirit, in my hope, and in my love. I think the heart of any Earth Day witness is that deep and profound understanding that all of us through time and space are connected in the spirit of living water and sacred earth. The heart of resurrection for us on this Earth Day celebration is knowing that this life of faith isn't just some mysterious, overly spiritual encounter with a ghost, but a very real engagement with all our senses as holy gifts for holy people. We care for creation not because we want to be good at the material things, but because we are lavishly united in the love of God that has made all these things. To be stewards is to be steeped in the waters of reconciliation. You know that. Now go forth and be witnesses of these things. Amen. Amen.